Season 2, Episode 11, Last Minute Thanksgiving Hostessing Tips. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Happy Thanksgiving week, y'all. So Jackie and I were planning to take this week off, but we heard from many of you in our Facebook group that you were either A, doing the majority of the cooking this year, or B, you're actually hosting your first Thanksgiving. And it's really exciting, and I don't envy you guys at all. (laughs) Yes, neither Jackie or I are hosting this year, and I know, Jackie, you're not going to be doing a lot of the cooking, right? We're not doing any cooking. We're going to a restaurant. Right. So we'll talk more about that later. So you are doing the cooking and I'm going to my sister's house. I might be doing some of the cooking, but I just found out that she has the whole day off. She's a medical resident. So that's a big deal. Or, okay, I always get the term wrong. She is in her residency as a surgeon, but she's not called a medical resident. She's not called a surgical resident. I don't remember. I don't know. It's complicated, but she's in her residency. (laughs) Um, And so we're going to her house and she gets the whole day off. So she'll be cooking. Anyway. Yeah, I'm excited. So we have some tips for you today and they are quote, beyond the bird. Basically, if you're cooking the turkey, I can't help you there. Pinterest will be your saving grace. But I don't think Jackie's even cooked a turkey. I haven't cooked a turkey. I helped my mom cook last year's, but pretty much I went on Pinterest and I said, hey, mom, it said to put these spices on it now (laughs) too. And then for all of us being like math people, it took us way too long to figure out how long to cook that turkey. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it gets complicated. So Mm -hmm. um, I I just know it's something of like half an hour per pound or something like that. So clearly we can't help you there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We we can't help you. Call your mom or your (laughs) your mother-in-law. Yeah, mother-in-law, grandmother, or Pinterest. Okay, so we're going to start off with some food tips. My first big food tip is you do not have to make everything from scratch. Hey, that was my first one too. (laughs) Great wines, think alike. Um, It's that low bar lifestyle kicking in for sure. Yes, yes. I was going to say, Jackie, will you fill them in what low bar lifestyle is? (laughs) So we've talked about this a lot, but if this is one of your first episodes, you might have missed it. So we are obsessed with the home edit. You should check them out on Instagram. And they are all about that low bar lifestyle, which is doing the least amount of work possible to get the greatest results. Yes. Hashtag low bar lifestyle. So basically you don't have to cook everything from scratch. This time of year, especially I've noticed at Publix or if you go to maybe not at like Walmart, but if you go to a little bit of a nicer grocery store somewhere that has like a bakery or a butcher like on site, then they actually have a lot of stuff prepared for you in containers and maybe more expensive than you would buy for just some of the ingredients. But to me, it's worth it if you're trying to do everything yourself and you don't have time. Absolutely. No one's going to blame you if you have to buy pre-made mashed potatoes or a pie that you just stick in the oven. They won't they know. know. You have one, they won't know. Put it on a cute plate. No one knows. <laughs> Second, if they do know, they know you have a lot going on and that you have so many other things to cook. 
Yeah, and also low bar lifestyle. If something is really, really good and it's homemade, you know, when you go to like a potluck and like everything tastes good because it's homemade. Yeah. <laughs> well, this way you can really have stars of the show. <laughs> exactly. Focus on your best. You know, if you make just these outstanding mashed potatoes that everyone raves about, then make those from scratch. But then, you know, pick up a apple pie if you're not too good at that yeah or ask other people to contribute I know growing up whenever we had people come over for Thanksgiving or whenever we went over to someone's house people brought stuff or we brought stuff and people are happy to help especially if you're making the bird then they should be okay with bringing some cranberry sauce or you know um, apple pie or rolls if they can bake Absolutely. Every year when we go to Drew's families um, for Thanksgiving, you know, the hosting family takes care of the turkey and maybe one or two sides, but everyone else brings a little bit of everything else. And by the time we're all there, we have a full Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, agreed. You shouldn't be expected to pay for all the food and then host everyone and then do the dishes either. And also tip, if you're going over to someone's house, we should have had a whole section on how to be a good house guest. Yes, volunteer to do the dishes or take out the trash or I don't know, something else, but volunteer to put it in Tupperware. Seriously, it makes a difference and the host will be thankful. So one of my other big tips is to go shopping before hand because a lot of grocery stores close on holidays and that is something that I didn't know and is so learning from my mistakes just being young my mom always was on top of her game so we never had to do last minute shopping until one Christmas I think we were like doing something with my roommates and I was supposed to make something and I totally dropped the ball and it was like closed on Christmas Eve so Yes. And there's, if you do go to the grocery store, like late Wednesday night, or even like first thing Thanksgiving morning, because there are some that I might be open for a couple hours. It's going to be you and like every husband yes. in the city. <laughs> oh, Jordan does all of his shopping on <laughs> Christmas Eve. So exactly. It's going to be every husband in your city. And they're going to be like, there's a woman in this store and they're going to find you and they're going to ask you where things are. And you're going to be like, I just need to get my stuffing or, well, I guess not stuffing, your, my dressing and get out of here. I love that. That's so funny. Um, and so not only do the shopping before, but also do as much as you can to prepare the day before. So there's some stuff that you can put together, some casseroles that you can put together. And, you know, you can just leave like some stuff out if you know it tastes fresher if you put you know you don't want stuff to get soggy but and I gave a tip in I think the Thanksgiving traditions episode not to stuff your bird the night before always stuff it right before you put it in the oven because the like salmonella stuff can seep into the stuffing and not cook out so fair warning don't poison people yes that's <laughs> if you don't poison people it was a successful Thanksgiving. successful especially for a millennial homemaker especially for your first Thanksgiving what are some of your food tips so one of my first ones like don't panic you know if you forget something I mean if you forget the turkey people might notice but you can always get like Chinese takeout to make up for it but more than that like create a timeline in advance, you know, figure out what time you're eating dinner and then work backwards from there. So, you know, when everything has to go in the oven, so you don't put your green bean casserole in the oven at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then it's, you know, freezing cold by the time you're eating. So everything is in the oven when it needs to be, you have a timeline. So, you know, exactly, you know, 
when everything needs to be, what temperature everything needs to be already so you don't have to go back and forth to your recipes and to Pinterest. And yes. I like that idea, having a guide. One food item, which is a little bit last minute, but it really wouldn't take a lot to put together, but like the low bar lifestyle, it would be impressive. And something that Jordan's aunt does at every like holiday party is she makes a signature drink. So yes. beyond just wine, you know, you can find a very easy recipe on Pinterest. We'll pin some on our millennial homemakers uh, Pinterest board, but like anything with cranberry or apple or like a mulled wine, you could do an apple sangria, like endless amounts of things. And then you could put like a fun little saying on for the cocktail, like, I don't know, thankful for something. I don't know. <laughs> thankful for spirits for getting me to do through today. Although you might not want to admit to your family. Yes. It also helps the mood if you have alcohol and I'm not promoting overconsumption by any means, but it is the holidays. So I think a little boozy drink here and there is good for the soul. (laughs) Especially if you are having your family over and maybe there tends to be a fight or two on Thanksgiving. Alcohol could go one of two ways. Either someone has too much and the fight is worse which you know your families, if that's the case, stick to wine. Do a mocktail. Or do a mocktail. Yeah, we were talking about in our trends episode that mocktails are big, so you don't have to do an alcoholic signature drink. absolutely not. And they are still just as gorgeous, just as easy to make, but look, you know, just as impressive. Just buy more because they go down easier. (laughs) Right, yeah. It's so easy to not, I don't want to say chug them, but it's in your hand and it's not alcoholic, so you just keep them. That's it for food. Do you have anything else? Oh, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, if you're in our Facebook group, and if you're not, then you should join. It's the Millennial Homemakers on Facebook, search Facebook groups. We are going to start a thread either the weekend before Thanksgiving. We're recording this a week in advance or when this episode goes live and it will be like a recipe swap thread. Jackie, I haven't haven't run this by you, but I think you would like it. Yes, that sounds amazing. (laughs) Okay, so then you can talk to other millennial homemakers. And so maybe if you're someone who is hosting and you have no idea what to do, then you can get some tried and true recipes. And it's kind of fun, like a girlfriend's little swap uh, recipe book. So we really need to make a group Pinterest board too. We already have that one. We should like open that up to the group. Yes. Okay, let's okay, do that. So, yeah, and we have a Pinterest board, Jackie and I, this is like a wayside note. And we have a Pinterest board with some friends and you're only allowed to pin recipes that you've tried off Pinterest. So and, if you've tried a recipe- And you oh. have to, in the comments, like, yeah, because you know, a lot of times the caption, like we're not, maybe not that great at changing the caption, like I'm not, but in the caption, when you post it to this Pinterest board, you have to- if you cha- made any changes, um, if there was anything you would do different next time you make it, add that to the caption so we know why you liked it and how you made it your own. Yes. So you're only like you're only allowed to pin stuff, and we'll put this in the Facebook group. And the only way to get an invite would be through the Facebook group, just because then it's easier. We don't want a bunch of like rando spam bots pinning on it. So yeah, Jackie makes a good point. Only if you've tried it, and then if you made any adjustments, which we all do because like we only have so much in our pantry or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, make a note. Yes, absolutely. So we'll definitely open that up for y'all to swap recipes because I thought that would be fun. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I have for food tips. So I hope that it's not that everyone doesn't get overwhelmed by it because food 
you know, it's fun. And we'll get more into the mindset later. Yeah. So moving on to decor tips, we talked a few, I guess, last week, we talked about tablescapes. So we're not going to talk too much about decor here, just because we have an entire episode on it. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure to check it out. But one of my like biggest tips is don't go out and buy a whole lot of decorations for one day. Preach! It is not worth it. You're going to stress out. You're going to spend too much money. You're going to be overwhelmed. You have so many other things to cook. Don't don't stress it out. Fresh flowers go so, so, so far. If, you know, that's all you have time for is to go to Publix, go to your lo- local grocery store and pick up a couple bouquet or two of flowers. That's all you need. One tip kind of going off foliage from actually my husband as I was just eating dinner with him and he was asking about what episode topic we are recording on he's so cute and I know he is cute and he said to look outside and there's so much pretty fall leaves and some pine cones and stuff like that and so you can decorate with stuff from your yard and then also he made a really good point that if you do have a garden to go ahead and pick those flowers or herbs to make you know things smell good because if you don't pick it now then you're going to lose it soon since it will get frosty here absolutely those are both really really good points yes you he said use it or lose it I thought it was so cute. Isn't he so good? Yeah. I'm very lucky. He's sweet. Okay. So I was also going to say for decorations, just like Jackie said, don't deck, you know, don't feel like that you have to spend a million bucks on decor because people are really going to be concentrated on their plate and their food. But Also, decorate with functional items. We said this in our Tablescapes episode that aired last week because no one likes a weird cluttered eating space. (laughs) Because they feel like you're going to break something or fill something. And if you do have in-laws coming or maybe some family friends or friends that aren't family friends, or if you have like a new boyfriend that you're introducing to your family, whatever, it might be a good idea to do table name cards so like a place card uh, right yeah yeah like a like a name card. yeah place card seating arrangement that's the word i'm looking yes. for yeah <laughs> <laughs> might be good to do a seating arrangement so you know know your audience you can also listen to our episode with kayla anderson that was a few weeks ago i don't know what number it was jackie you might be able to help uh, no episode idea eight? something seven. like that seven seven and that's about party planning tips so go to that know your audience but that's something to keep in mind depending on the dynamics of the family. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Having a seating arrangement, like, especially, like I said, if you have that family that might, you know, get in a little bit of a fight, you can separate them and you don't have to worry about them like getting forced to sit next to each other because everyone else has already sat down. And if you are hostessing, then go ahead and mark out, even if no one else has assigned seatings, mark out for you the seat closest to the kitchen. So that if you have to get up and kind of run back and forth then and run triage, <laughs> then you are in the key position. My mom was always sure to get to the like best available seat to get up and go if she needed to. Yes. And then you're not like trying to like scoot behind anybody. Yes. Um, or like walking over them with like hot plates or anything. You can just run into the kitchen real quick before anyone even notices. Right. 100%. So that's a smart thing. And that's, and you're probably going to be the last person to sit down too. Right. So, so it's that's good to I go like, ahead. Thank yeah, you. Mark it off so someone doesn't just sit there. Okay. So I'm done with decor tips. Do you have any other ones, Jackie? Nope. That pretty much covered it. Like we said, go back and listen to our Tablescape episodes if you want any more decor tips. Okay. And then our next tips will be things that you probably didn't think about. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't have a cute fancy name for that. That's just what it is. <laughs> okay, so Jackie, you had a lot of good ones that you sent me for this. And Jackie's the one who actually thought of this section. So I thought it was good. <laughs> um, because Jacqueline did, this is one of those things Jacqueline did not think of. Um, no, so <laughs> thankful for Jackie. <laughs> so one is ice. Even if, you know, your freezer, you know, has a good strong ice maker, you can never have too much ice. And you would rather like go to the store, pick up, you know, a 10, 20 pound bag of ice and have it just in case, then have use all of your ice in your ice maker and it doesn't have time to make more. Also, this is like just popped in my head going back to our tailgating episode. Okay, I don't have an ice maker. So and I always add ice. I've actually asked people like to bring ice from their house, just family members, like if they were coming for dinner, because I'm always at ice. I've it's like the last thing I think about. And one good thing that you could do is you could put a, like a cooler in a main room if you don't want people going in and out of your kitchen while you're Absolutely. cooking. <laughs> so that would be, yeah, so that'd be a good thing. Kind of going back to tailgating, like make a drink station out of the kitchen, going mm-hmm. back to the signature cocktail, especially if you have a small kitchen like me. <laughs> yes, yeah. you don't want people crowded in there more than they already are going to be. No, you like literally two people in my kitchen. Like if me and someone else is crowded, like it's a one person. Oh, I know. Like every time I go to visit you, like if we're both like, you know, making our coffee, like I end up just going and standing in the dining room. So I don't no, feel yeah, like I'm like, like sitting in your washer and dryer. Yeah. Yeah. I have, my kitchen is also my washer and dryer. So struggles of <laughs> early millennial homemaking. Anyway. Right. Okay. So ice for sure. And then what else, Jackie? Um, make sure you have enough chairs. This is something especially like, you know, like us, you're just starting out. You maybe not have, you haven't collected a lot of, you know, folding chairs and nice dining room chairs. Make sure you have enough for everybody that, you know, that might mean calling your mom who's coming and asking her to bring a couple more of her chairs, um, finding someone to borrow folding chairs from. They don't have to match. Everyone would rather have a seat than a matching chair. Yes, agreed 100%. And, okay, I am like anti-kids table unless it's like actually like little kids or something, but... Mm -hmm. If you try to make sure that even if you have to like go into a few rooms, like through doorways, get people to sit together because to me, then you always, I don't know, I always get stuck at the folding table with people that I don't really know or that I don't really want to spend time with on a holiday. You know, I'd rather sit next to my parents or Mm -hmm. uh, my sister or something. So be mindful of that. (laughs) Absolutely. And obviously, you know, sometimes you can't help it. There's going to be a kid's table or, you know, something resembling a kid's table just because not everyone will fit at one table. We have, like, at Drew's dad's family, the, like, real adults, let's call them, (laughs) who will sit in the dining room, and then all of the kids, which, I mean, Drew and I, and maybe one of his cousins, are the oldest, and then, like, his sister's in college, and then, like, um, his youngest cousins are in, like, middle school and high school, so none of us are little. It's, we're, like, right there. We can see the adults. Um, we can kind of pretend we're part of the conversation, so it's not so far away that we're isolated. So if you do have to have that separate table, have it nearby as much as possible so everyone is still included. Yeah, I, like, brought in 
like a, additional tables and just kind of made like a really long L-shaped mm-hmm. table into my living room at one point. But I am lucky because my dining room's kind of open. Right. But yeah, to me, like, and yours is a little bit different because it is family. Like if I was with all my cousins, it would be right. different. It'd be but, completely different because you know right. everybody. But if, yeah, but, if you're having friends, it's... Yeah, and especially like, because then like the friends get stuck at this table, you know, because they don't want to impose on being important and take a seat at the big table. You know what I mean? Right. So as much as you can do to make people feel a part of it, I would say do it. Just think Absolutely. about it. If you can make it work. I mean, if you can't, whatever, but, you know. Absolutely. And consider paper plates. I know, you know, you might want to bring out your wedding china. And if you want to do the dishes, more power to you. But like Costco sells these like paper plates. They're actually like plastic plates that look exactly like my wedding china. I'm not even kidding. They're white with like a little silver ring in the end. My mother-in-law uses them for every family event. And every single time there's someone that is amazed we are throwing them in the trash and not putting them (laughs) in the dishwasher. Or what you can do is you can set out chargers or even like normal plates and then use clear plastic plates to put on top of it so it looks fancy. (laughs) Your china. Yes, but not actually get food on it. That would be if you didn't have people that you were scared of breaking. But yes, I agree with what Jackie said. And I don't have a dishwasher. So oh, yeah. I would so even more literally be driving. No, I would be driving my dirty dishes to Jordan's aunt's house probably. <laughs> I would pay money to see you putting dirty dishes in the back of your car. No, no shame. Like literally when I had everyone over, mm-hmm. she we were having a low country boil. So, you know, we all had paper plates that night, but yeah. she offered to have us just rinse the dishes and take them to her house to clean. And I was like, uh, I'm doing paper plates. It's a low country boil. Most people just put newspaper down and pour right. the food. <laughs> right. so. I'm not a big fan of that because that always seems like it's going to make more of a mess for me to clean because it's going to end up on the floor or you eat. Yeah. Up. Yeah. We, we just did like paper plates, but it worked out well. Okay. Oh, uh, activities. And one thing that my family does, and it kind of lightens the mood, especially if you need sort of an icebreaker, is we have Christmas poppers or like holiday poppers. And we do them at Thanksgiving. I actually got some really cute ones yes. at Home Goods that have little like female and male pilgrims on them. They and the boys the have beards. Ever. And all of the boys in our family have beards. So, which is funny because they're not related. They're like, oh my the gosh, girls no, are I'm thinking about it. And yes, they do. That's wonderful. <laughs> okay. It's kind of weird because it's like my dad is tall and brunette with a beard and a little bit nerdy. My husband is tall, brunette with a beard and a little bit nerdy. My sister's husband is tall with a beard and a little bit nerdy. So, well, they yeah. Well, that you like... <laughs> marry people or like attract are attracted to people that remind you of your family because like your dad took care of you and like provided for you growing up so you were clearly going to look for those same characteristics in are you pulling out some like freudian (laughs) and i talked about this a lot when we first uh started dating because he was like standing next to my brother's senior portrait and i was like oh my gosh you're the same person yeah, I remember that. It was weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. But they all get along. So, right. but it is weird because it's like they look related. Anyway, um. <laughs> but yeah, um, activities are good, especially if you are like mixing your groups. Maybe you have a little mm-hmm. family, a little friends. Not everyone oh. knows each other. So, I but if y'all don't. Huge. I was gonna say if y'all don't know what a popper is, you like hold oh, it yeah. and it has like it actually has like gunpowder like in it and so these pieces of paper like go together it's like the stuff the same kind of stuff that you use to like light a match and it does spark and pop but you won't light yourself on fire yeah it's fun and it makes a loud noise and then you get a little paper crown 
hats. But you so have we all to wear, wear the, the entire meal. Yes, we all wear the hats during the meal. And then you get a little toy and a joke. So then we all have to tell the jokes. And it's like something fun to, you know, talk about. But sometimes like people's toys are better than other people's toys. And I get really competitive. And I've been known to take someone else's toy. <laughs> No shame. No, no shame. shame. I got ones for Christmas last year that instead of a toy, it had a little ornament. Um, and so oh. after the meal, we went and we all put the ornaments on my Christmas tree. Yeah. We've, we've gotten those before too. Yeah. They're so cute. I love it. We got one and it was like, it was little ornaments and they were all nutcracker things because the poppers were nutcracker oh, themed. Oh, that's so fun. Mine was, it was just whatever Home Goods had. So they weren't themed. No. Oh, it was really cute. Yeah. Mine and Home Goods is a great place to get yes, poppers. Super cheap. Any other activities, Jackie? You said that Drew's family plays football? Yeah. So after, which, you know, football is like pretty big on Thanksgiving anyway. There's always like at like 300 football games, it seems, going on. But so after the meal with his dad's side of the family, they always go out and play football. I don't get involved because I don't like football or and I don't want to get grass on my clothes because I have two more meals to go to. So I usually sit on the front steps with his mom and one of his aunts <laughs> and they all go play football. Jordan's family we did this I think after Christmas or something and it's similar to football it's a yard game but it's a game that he learned in Germany oh fun. and it's called cub I think that's how it's pronounced no idea and it's like a chess game but it's Swedish and there's like these sticks and they have to throw you it's kind of like between chess and bocce <laughs> that's so fun I was gonna say I love Bocce, and bocce always reminds me of your family anyway. Yes, because we always play it in six times. It's like a, it's a Vikings chess. I don't know. But you can look it up. You can buy a set online. Jordan got it for Christmas or something one year. So maybe that's why we played it on Christmas. But yeah. The boys always like playing it. I haven't ever played it because I'm usually cooking. So, yeah. but it's called Cub. And, and we so will, K- Jacqueline will tell me, yeah, how to spell it. And we will put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's K-U-B-B. And it's a long game. But he really likes it. And it's a little bit more thought provoking. Mm-hmm. But it is more complicated. But it's requires no athletic skill you just have to throw I like stuff that i like that um, but it's like more like toss like bocce so. yes yeah if i'm recommending it it's not athletic <laughs> <laughs> um, something else another little like mini activity you guys can do um is before the meal or after whenever anyone everyone's in like their best mood ask everyone to just go around the table and say what they're thankful for it's just a good way to remember like why we are having Thanksgiving. It's not just an excuse to overeat. Um, so it gives everyone a second to to do it. And we actually at work, probably the day this will hit be live, um, we're having a Thanksgiving meal with all 160 of us. And my boss has already told me, this is my first Thanksgiving with the company, that they pass around a microphone and everyone has an opportunity to tell the entire company what they're thankful for. Oh, I love that. You, But you work for a very, like, family-oriented family. Yes, yeah. yes. But so, since it's a family-oriented company, bring it into your actual family. Yes, and we do that. We usually do that. And then my mom's like, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> Not enough people said they were thankful for her. I'm thankful for Mimi. <laughs> I know, probably. Oh, anyway, okay. Oh, oh, also playlists. We mentioned this oh, on yes. our planning, party planning episode, but beforehand, we always forget to make playlists. Well, I don't because I'm pretty good at this, but I always it do. is 
Yeah, it is something that, you know, it was kind of last minute. So make a playlist. And if you find one that's already made, like on Spotify or Pandora or something, listen to it beforehand because usually just the first like five songs are good and then everything else stinks. And it yes. gets weird. And like Jackie one time at a tailgate, <laughs> she played, she like, they picked this random playlist and then like a really racist song came yes, on. So like, don't, want don't that do happening. that. <laughs> no. And no matter how comfortable the group you're having over is, there's always going to be a moment where the conversation just dies. Or if you're eating. Right. Like, I mean, you're eating. You don't want to feel like you have to carry on the conversation yeah. with like a giant piece of like turkey in your mouth. And I think that you can play Christmas music during Thanksgiving meal. Now, some people might disagree with me, but I think it's okay. So if you find some nice classical, like just background, no well, words, Christmas like music, piano Classical, music. just or like ornament, I mean, not ornaments, um, instruments, maybe not yeah. words. Like piano music. We usually listen to Dr. Wataha, which is, you won't find him on Spotify, I don't think. But it was a dental faculty that used to come over for, him and his wife would come over for our family's Thanksgiving every year because they didn't have family in town and neither did we. So they were like our Augusta aunt and uncles. And he was a concert pianist. So he would always bring over a new CD that he had made at his house of recordings of him playing the piano. And so now to this day on all of our holiday meals at my mom's house, we always have piano music playing in the background. And so it's always like, so they're like with us, you know, Dr. Wataha and Mary Jo are with us, even though they don't uh, live in Augusta anymore. But okay, another thought that I just had that my mom does every year, and it's really annoying. Caitlin and I think it's cheesy, but I'll probably do this to my kids too, is my mom reads a poem. (laughs) Yeah, I like you're doing that. Yeah, at the beginning of the, and it's kind of cheesy. I don't remember who the poem's by. I'll have to find the poem book and post it for y'all in our Facebook group or in the show notes. But it's like Thanksgiving themed and she has a theme, like she, this lady has a poem for every holiday and they're religious. And so we usually do that instead of like the prayer. And then we do a short prayer after it because it's just so eloquent. So mom has to, you know, she always, so we always see the poem book. That's how she marks her place at the table. (laughs) (laughs) That's smart because, you know, it can be a little awkward. You don't want to like be like, this is my seat. No one else can sit here, especially if you're not, you know, putting place cards. So that's a really smart way to mark your spot without being like territorial. Right. And so she just like puts the poem and then she gets her glasses and she reads the poem. And then Caitlin and I make eyes and Caitlin usually like pinches me under the table or whatever. And like, we can't stop laughing. So we're kind of rude, but it is really sweet. And now that family and your kids will do the same thing. (laughs) I think my mom got us poem books. I really think I have one. And so we do that for every holiday. So that's that's, sweet. That's just a side note. Yeah, it's really, it's really sweet because it is like a nice prayer. Um, And so, yeah, if this is your first time hosting Thanksgiving, this might be the time to, you don't have to read a poem, but think about a tradition that you want to start and pass down to your kids. And now's the perfect time to start it. So hosting, like we said, you know, it's really stressful or it can be really stressful. Um, Sometimes you might regret offering if you had a choice. You may not have had a say in the matter, but it really all comes down to your mindset and having that right mindset. So you have to remember, like, it does not have to be Pinterest perfect. No one expects it to be. And 100% 
100%. Like I can't even say yes to this enough because one reason, and we've said this a few times, so sorry if you listen to all of our episodes, but we started this podcast as a podcast versus a visual blog because we wanted it to be a conversation. We didn't want it to be about, oh, look at my perfect life, but really just about how we're making it work. Um, and then talking to other millennials and how they're making it work and how they're embracing homemaking mm-hmm. um, in this Pinterest age where everything, there's so much pressure. And I am so like, I love this saying that I'm about to say because I thought of it this morning. And I think I thought of it. Who knows? I might not be original. but And if she didn't, um, just don't tell her. Don't tell me because I think <laughs> I'm great and clever. I've never but heard of it. So the holidays are about showing up not showing off. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone always like when they come to your house, they know that you're like putting your best foot forward anyway, but you don't have to go overboard. You know, as long as people are there and as long as there is food to eat, just like Jackie said before, you can always get takeout. So look at the, watch the Christmas story that plays every single year on USA. They went to go get Chinese food because the dogs ate the turkey, which my dogs would do. Yes. And I guarantee you that that Chinese restaurant right around the corner from your house is open. Yes. So, you know, it's all about being there with your family and not necessarily about, you know, trying to be the most perfect person you can be. Okay. Also, okay. Did you have anything else about mindset? Nope. That that was it. And this all kind of goes back to Jackie and when she was getting married and the advice that she gave me before I got married. And that was at the end of the day, you're going to have a husband. It doesn't matter if there's cake. It doesn't matter if the decorations even show up, like nothing matters. It only matters that you get married and you're with your person. So her chill bride (laughs) attitude, you can take it to this too. At the end of the day, like people will eat and people will be together and you will have Thanksgiving one way or the other. It might be a frozen pizza or Chinese food but you're going to be spending time with the people that are most important to you in your life and that matters way more than your centerpiece or that your perfect china was you know on the perfect place setting that just doesn't matter and something that I also thought that we should touch on was some ways that you could incorporate giving back this holiday season especially if you're hosting a friendsgiving or your family this thanksgiving is to incorporate, you could have people bring canned food or you could have them bring coats that don't fit anymore or maybe that kids have outgrown and then you could donate those. You know, it is, I mean, it very much fits with the theme, but, you know, for people who are fortunate enough and if you're listening to our podcast and you at least have a cell phone or a computer or something, then you can afford to give back and it'll make you feel better about yourself. And it'll kind of keep the attitude more focused on giving and being thankful than judging your house or whatever. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, One of my favorite places to, to share, to give with um, this time of year is Operation Christmas Child. Um, And so you ask everyone to bring, a little something to put in the shoebox and you could, you know, pack a shoebox or two together, um, you know, after the meal, if, you know, you want a little activity that means something. Um, it's also a great time to think about there's a national holiday. Um, it's, the, it's always, I think, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. 
called Giving Tuesday. And it's just a time where you're supposed to like find ways, think ways to give back to your community, whether it's, you know, donating food um, or actual money or your time. And so this is a way you can prepare for it, you know, gather all the canned goods, ask your friends to bring a, a couple of canned goods when they come to your house and then go together on Giving Tuesday and share it with your local food bank. I love that. I didn't know that existed. So that's awesome. I worked and- a nonprofit for four years. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Also, people are going to want to start hitting the sales, I get it, on Thanksgiving night. But I don't know. I would encourage you to stay in with family and that there's going to be sales the next day and all through, especially with online shopping, all through the weekend and the Monday after. So, you know, try to focus on family and what this holiday is really all about. But I get it if you want to get, like, you know, that new flat screen TV or whatever. For, like, $100. $100. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So, but, you know, try try to stay in that mindset. So I think incorporating giving into your meal or a Friendsgiving can really set the tone for a successful non-conflict yes <laughs> family meal. Um, and something I always think about with Black Friday, I always feel so bad for the retail workers because they have to they don't have a choice. They have to give up part of their yep. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Black Friday is getting like earlier and earlier. Like I think it's starting at like five o'clock on Thanksgiving in some places. Yeah. If we just all stop going, I mean, obviously we can't get everyone in the country to do it, but maybe we can try. If we get everyone to stop going, the companies will be forced to put Black Friday back on Black Friday. No, my roommate, Micah, always worked Black Friday and I did for two or three holiday seasons, I think. And then I worked for, I guess, two in commercial and then I worked for a small business. And so we you know, respected family time, but right. it's awful. And you like no one who's shopping even wants to be there. Yeah. And then you don't want to be there. So, and my roommate, literally she had to cut her family's Thanksgiving at like three. She would have to go in because she worked at Bath and Bed Bath or Bath and Body Works in the mall. Yeah. And, and like, people go crazy there when it starts. Like you have <laughs> no, to get there in advance. No, and- all of Christmas season, it's really annoying. You have to like get there like 30 minutes before your shift. It's awful. Yeah. And also remember, Small Business Saturday is a thing. Support your small businesses. Um, Hello. Thank you. And yes. Cyber Monday. Support Jacqueline. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of, really. <laughs> okay. So let is, let's do chit chat. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was so weird. Okay, so moving on to chit chat. So are there any like products that you've been loving recently or new movies that you've seen? So we just saw Thor, which if you're a Marvel fan, of course you have to watch it. Um, it was funny. It was good. Um, Jacqueline and I talked about this. Like it's a good Marvel movie, but it's not our favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, we thought that they made Thor kind of weird. He was a little bit too like sarcastic versus just yes. being like, I am Thor, God of Thunder. He was well, like, yeah, like I'm used to him being yeah. like, I'm not from Earth. I'm going to take everything literal and not know what right. you're talking about. Right. Well, he's so ridiculous of a character that it's a funny situation. Yes. But he's, he's not he's not cracking jokes. Like his yes. seriousness is funny. So and so and I we both agreed it was because, you know, Spider-Man's been popular, Deadpool, Iron Man. So those kind mm-hmm. of snarky characters have been making them a lot of money. But right. that doesn't mean that they have to ruin Thor. But we did think the movie was good overall. Yeah, it's still a very it. good movie. Like if you're thinking about watching it, go see it. We're going to go see um, Murder on the Orient Express on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, That looks so good. 
Hakia Poirot by Agatha Christie. Growing up, we always watched all the Agatha Christie movies. And I, and my sister read the books and my mom read the books, but mm-hmm. I just watched the movies because <laughs> I'm Jacqueline. Um, but I'm excited. And I haven't seen that movie in so long that I don't even remember who murdered the person. I don't even know who got murdered, to be honest. That's how like Drew and I are too. Because like I read the book, he's, yeah. you know, seen the movie and he's like, let's we're not looking up yes. anything about yeah. it so it's like because brand new because it's been so long right because neither caitlin doesn't remember either so i'm really excited to see that and then some things that i've been loving uh old navy's fall section right now is awesome i got yes. like three pairs of really cute flats and wow. really good plaids so go because they're cute mm-hmm. and inexpensive and then Another product that I've been loving, which I'm actually drinking right now, and I'm probably going to have to go get LaCroix after this because my mouth's kind of like milky, is um, Khalifa. I think that's how, I think that's what it's called. Khalifa Farms has a almond milk eggnog and it's called like holiday something, but it's like an eggnog and it's only 50 calories for half a cup, which if you look at regular eggnog, it's like 300 calories for half a cup. That is a huge difference. Yeah, huge but difference. it tastes so good and it tastes just like uh like I don't know, eggnog. It does have cane sugar in it, so if you're only on stevia or splendor or whatever, warning, but it's like raw cane sugar and I put it in my coffee as coffee creamer and it's amazing. Khalifa oh, Farm. That's interesting. Yes, it's really good. It tastes just like eggnog, but it's dairy free, so would recommend yeah something that i'm loving as you know i'm a chip and joanna super fan yes um so their heart hearth and hand line at target came out not too long ago um i like it i don't love it um a lot of it does not feel like them um it feels like for people that want to be farmhouse but it doesn't work where they live or whatever um but jacqueline did get me an early christmas present a super cute galvanized little like lantern um from them and then I got a Christmas ornament because of course I have to own part of their line no and I like it it's just like it's very masculine colors yes yes it's like Um, a lot of blacks a lot of very straight lines and greens and so to me I thought maybe it would be a little bit more holiday um but there's like no red at all no and that's what I was looking for they have a red like letters to Santa box but I couldn't find it because I really wanted it and I but I didn't want to order it online because I didn't want it that much um so instead I just got the little Christmas ornament version I'm Um, not very like farmhouse I love Chip and Joanna but that's not my style too much but I did really really like their firewood holder but it was really expensive it is very expensive. It is really like cute, though, because it's like a two-tier, like, house. Wasn't like, it? You can fit. It was, like, 60 or 70. Oh, I thought it was, like, one-something. It's only 60? Okay. Maybe it, it is like, one-something. I no, don't know. No, I thought it was, like, 160. I, it might have been. That could be wrong. Because it's pretty but... big. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, like, whoa, I can't spend that. Which I'm thinking, like, the little lantern was, like, 20. So, clearly, like, it can't be just 60 because it's big. I don't know. It's expensive, no matter what. But Yeah. Oh, and Taylor Swift's new album came out. And yes. It's a little, you know, it's different. It's not my favorite, but I'm Team Taylor 100%. So yes. and I'm I really like, it. like she's really going out to try to figure out her own sound. Yeah. Well, like I don't even think it's like her sound. I think she's just like being different, to be honest. Like, I think her sound was like last album. That was like That's totally true. her, like yeah. very pop kind of country. But this is kind of like, okay, really, honey? But it's like, do you remember that going back to Marvel? that episode or that 
that movie where Spider-Man goes emo. It's almost like that. Uh, yeah, we just don't <laughs> talk about that movie. Yeah, it's like, well, why are you emo? Which, but there is some songs. It's better than that, but it's a little bit like, really? Okay. Gotcha. We okay. get it. You're sorry for lying. We get it. Like, we get it. Um, <laughs> but I love her cat, so she can't really do any wrong. Anyway, I think that's it. So I hope that y'all have so. a happy Thanksgiving and that you join our Facebook group, The Millennial Homemakers, to swap some recipes mm-hmm. and that you tell us what some of your family traditions are. It'd be fun if we could swap traditions too. I know a lot of people, yeah. like you said, are hosting their first Thanksgiving, so they uh, probably could start some traditions. So mm-hmm. if you want to follow Jackie, then you can go on Instagram at jvalexander16. And you can follow me at Jacqueline Humble. And then you can follow our, our podcast Instagram at The Millennial Homemakers. And make sure to go on iTunes and review us. Um, tell us what you like, what you don't like, or just give us star ratings. Um, it really helps us reach more people um, and just grow our little network of homemakers. Yes. Write us and thanks. We are thankful for you also. I don't think we said because you uh, have been listening and commenting and it just makes us feel like we're part of a community and very glad that we started this little corner of the internet. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much um, for continuing to support us and listen and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.